Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And How to Be Fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. You want to know one of my deepest, darkest secrets? I'm pretty sure I know all your deep, dark secrets, but shoot. I don't know if you know this one. I have been watching Grey's Anatomy since the day it premiered back when I was a freshman in college in 2004, and I have watched every single episode since. Seriously? Yeah, I've been watching that show for 14 years. Because I also have a secret. What? I started watching Grey's Anatomy four years ago. <gasps> no and way. I just love me some Dr. Bailey. Oh, she's the best. She is. Oh, I'm so excited then because our next book is tangentially related to Grey's Anatomy. Is it called Don't Be Ashamed of Loving Grey's Anatomy? It's even better than that because it's by the creator, head writer, and executive producer of Grey's Anatomy. You've got me there. I'm in. Great. Because I'm Jolenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes is the hugely popular creator and writer behind hit shows like Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and Private Practice. She's also a Dartmouth and USC graduate, a Peabody Award winner, and the creator of the Shonda Land Production Company. 
On top of all that, Shonda comes from a close-knit family that always has each other's backs. She's the proud mother of three daughters. She has a loving nanny to help with childcare, a loyal posse of friends who've seen her through all her ups and downs, and millions of dollars in the bank. But despite all this, Shonda realized a few years ago that she wasn't happy. While the world was begging her to attend social events, meet new people, and try new experiences, she was routinely saying no in favor of work, food, wine, and more work. And then Shonda got her wake-up call when one of her sisters told her, frankly, you never say yes to anything. The year of yes follows Shonda's journey as she absorbs the truth of her sister's words and embarks on a year-long journey to say yes to everything, from appearing on TV shows to standing up to toxic friends. It also digs into some of the reasons and excuses that Shonda gave for so long for saying no, from social anxiety to fear of embarrassment to simply being an introvert. Along the way, we see how yes becomes far more than an affirmative word for Shonda. It becomes an imperative to grow, learn, and be better to herself and those she loves. As her year of yes draws to a close, Shonda is an even bigger Hollywood star. She's a renowned public speaker, she's spending more quality time with her children, and she's lost over 100 pounds. More importantly, she's happier, healthier, more confident, and more self-aware than she was at the beginning of her journey. Here's how you do it. Step one, say yes to what's scary. Get out of your comfort zone. Say yes to everything that feels like it might be crazy. Say yes to everything that feels out of character. Say yes to everything that feels goofy. Step two, say yes to yourself. Love yourself. Live life with swag or speak your truth. And don't give a crap about what anyone else thinks about you. Make your own rules. Don't live by the rules of others. If, for example, you don't want a baby, don't have one. If you want to live alone, enjoy it. Don't apologize. Don't explain. When you feel the need to apologize or explain who you are, it means the voice in your head is telling you the wrong story. Wipe that slate clean and rewrite it. Step three, say yes to your body. Your body is not just a container that carries around your brain. Embrace it and take care of it. Say yes to seeing your doctor, moving your body, and drinking lots of water. If you're someone who, like Shonda, eats constantly for comfort, start eating only what your body craves and needs instead. And say yes to your own beauty and uniqueness, accepting compliments on your appearance graciously, and gussying yourself up if that's what makes you feel good. Step four, say yes to joining the club. Join professional organizations, network, and proudly proclaim yourself as a member of the club. When talking to people in your field who intimidate you, keep in mind you're not an outsider, but among peers. And should you be given the opportunity to speak publicly or give interviews, say yes and proudly showcase your accomplishments and worth. Step five, say yes to play. Take a few minutes out of your day to play, even if you have work to do, chores to get done, and responsibilities to meet. Play is fun and it's also important. It gives you a way to connect with others and helps you tap into other parts of yourself, including your own creativity. Step six, say yes to help. Accept help when it's offered and unapologetically ask for help when it's needed, whether that's a babysitter or a family member to help you cook a holiday dinner, and give your help credit. When someone says, how do you do it all? Proudly say, I don't. The good people at the bakery made these cupcakes, my brother stuffed the turkey, and our fantastic daycare center watched the kids all day. Step seven, say yes to saying no. That means setting boundaries, cutting off toxic friends, and doing whatever you need in order to not be a doormat. And as hard as it sounds, have necessary, difficult conversations. That's what the book says. And so that's what we did for two weeks straight. 
So, Jolenta, tell us about your first week of living by the year of yes. I started with step one, which is saying yes to things that scare you. And I had a feeling that would not be difficult because uh, I have social anxiety. So many, many things scare me. Oh, oh we know. Honey. Yeah, we you know. know. It's like, do I get a new hairdresser? Do I like go skydiving? Do I say yes to a friend who asks me to do something without having made plants at least 24 hours in advance? That would because be Kristen Meiser because that's most times when I ask you at the last minute, hey, Jolenta, let's do this. Hey, I'm like at this place already. Come meet me. And I'm like, I can't handle last minute plants. No. No, you cannot. I didn't know you noticed that. <laughs> of course I have. Of course I noticed. But after years of me only being able to do like things planned in advance, you notice that I can only do that. <laughs> uh, so what did you do then? I mean, if you're scared of so many things, how do yeah. you even choose one thing? Well, lucky for me, I got an email in my inbox right away that gave me the perfect opportunity to say yes to something scary. Take a listen. <sighs> I just got an email from a lovely young woman who teaches yoga at my yoga studio. She's one of my favorites. And she wants to get a coffee or a drink. And I don't want to. I'm sorry if you listen. Girl, I just don't like doing things. I don't like doing new things. But... I'm going to say yes because I have to. I have to go hang out with someone I like feel like I know, but I also don't know at all. I just follow her on Instagram and go to a class of hers like, you know, once or twice a month. But I think she is cool. She thinks I am cool. I never do anything. So I'm going to tell her yes. Jolenta, look at you. You're not a fan of new people. And no, you just, you just no, went not. out there and you did it. Huh? Yeah, I was like, sure. Yes, I will go to coffee. And she was like, amazing. Like, pick a day. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Once you say yes, you have to keep doing it. Um, <laughs> but I also, like, didn't implode. And it became a, a little easier. And I was able to say, like, yes, this time works for me. So, uh I started saying yes to more things uh, that I was uncomfortable with. I said yes to a friend of a friend's birthday party, which is always hard for me, a friend of a friend. Mm Because, you know, you don't know all their friends. Yeah. I said yes to hosting a friend and her new boyfriend when they visit New York. I've never met this guy, and I'm going to let him sleep on my couch. Yeah, in your Uh, house. Yeah. I said yes to doing a storytelling show after not having done, like, a proper storytelling show in, like, at least a year. But... It was okay. I was kind of feeling myself a little. Because, like, once you say yes to coffee, like, who knows what you'll say yes to, apparently. (laughs) And because I was feeling myself, I thought it would be a perfect time to say yes to myself. And, again, I wasn't sure what to do for this one. But lucky for me, I am married to a guy who came up with an idea of how I could say yes to myself. That would be Brad. Yes. Here he is. Um, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. I think... That because it's fall and we both love fall and because we're in our house and we both love our new house. I was like, we're always in our house. There's like no better place or time for us. Like, I think we should host a little hygge party. Yes. I'll do a little big. It won't be. It won't have to be anything big, but we'll just have like six no, or seven friends had over. No, we have over, and we move like six. Months. Exactly. It's like it's just like a less intense version of a housewarming. It's just like just so that have I some friends over and be cozy. All cozy. People will yeah bring their knitting projects. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they'll just cuddle our dog, and we'll all just feel cozy. I think it'd be nice. Okay. 
right, let's do it. You really are saying yes? Yes. Uh, what? This feels like something you would just say yes to to get me out of your hair, and then you would. What? No, I'm gonna follow, backtrack. I'm gonna follow through. You're not looking at me. I'm gonna follow through. <laughs> You're staring at the ground. Uh... So, yeah, as you know, we moved a while back, probably six months ago, maybe even more now. And I probably had like two, three people over. Like, we've had no one over. And I love our new apartment. Have You, you haven't seen it, have no. you? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I haven't invited you over. And you're one of my close friends. Like, See? Here we go. But, like... It's a nice apartment. Like, I feel like we don't deserve it nice. You know, it's just sort of a New York real estate, good luck, good timing fluke. And we got this amazing apartment. But, like, sometimes I feel embarrassed to have people over because they'll come over and be like, how do you live here? Like, you're a garbage person in this nice apartment. But but according to Shonda, I need to be able to embrace myself and my life and my surroundings. So I said yes And we're throwing a party this weekend, which is a sort of housewarming slash hygge party, like the hygge party we had in season two when we were living by the little book of hygge. Nice. And is there going to be mulled wine? Of course there's going to be mulled wine. There's going to be mulled wine. There's going to be cookies. There's going to be, look at our new house. There's going to be a dog. Like all the perks of a housewarming and a hygge party rolled into one. Excellent. Well, I'm marking my calendar right now. And if people compliment me or the house, I will say thank you and not like, no, I'm garbage. No, you're not garbage. And your apartment, I'm sure, is very beautiful. I'm excited to see it. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited to show you. So how did you wrap up your first week? I wrapped up my first week by combining steps three and six by saying yes to my body and yes to help. All at the same time. Nice. I was tired from work and saying yes to tons of shit and planning a party and doing yoga, which is also saying yes to my body. So I decided to ask for help from Brad with a massage. Ooh. Yeah. I love a husband massage. Yeah. And he said yes, because he is a copycat and saw me saying yes to everything. (laughs) He said yes and gave me a really good massage that made my back feel good and he rubbed my feet. And I'm not going to play you any sound of that because I'm not gross. And that's something you would play sound from. Yeah, I would totally play sound from that. I know. I would force you to listen to it. And you'd be like, is he scraping your feet? Are you in a hot tub? Like, (laughs) why are you moaning so much? But trust me, it was great. And I could not have done it without him. And my body felt very refreshed and ready for week two. But who cares about week two right now? Because I need to hear about your first week of living by the year of yes, Kristen. All right. Well, I am going to preface all of this by saying that on day one of this book, I underwent surgery for my female health, which I touched on a bit in our last episode, a simple act of gratitude. And on top of that, I was also hit hard with a horrible cold. So to say I was down for the count is an understatement. Yeah, you were in rough shape. But I do have to say surgery is saying yes to your body in a way, right? Oh, yeah. Like you're taking care of it. I didn't even count that. Yeah. Well, I count it just now. Oh, thank Um, you. But no, you were a mess. Like I saw you the day before and your cold was so bad, just your nose and eyes were just leaking (laughs) the whole time we were talking. I like went and took a full body like burning hot shower after (laughs) I saw you because I was like, I guarantee I have all of her germs. They were just, all of her germs were leaking out of her head. Oh, it was. Every face hole was just, it was horrible. I felt really bad for you. (laughs) But 
I said, I am going to soldier through my sickness because I am living the year of yes. I'm going to say yes to everything. Who cares how I feel? So I started with step five, Mm -hmm. saying yes to play. Oh, fun. My friend James Barr was in town from London. People may remember him as the co-host of my other show when Megan met Harry. Right, right. He's almost never in the country. So when he said, hey, can I take you out for a beverage or three? I, of course, said yes. Here we are. Oh my God, James, I'm so excited to see you. I'm more excited to see you. Thank you for coming to Brooklyn. I know, it's amazing. I can hardly wait to catch up with you on everything, on all the things. So you're you're not very well? I'm a little bit sick right now, but you know what? I was going to stay in bed, but no, I have to say yes to this. I I have to say yes to you. I love you. I'm going to say yes to you. I feel like we're all a bit sick, really. You know what I mean? Somewhere, on some level. A, love that James said we're all sick. That is so beautiful and poignant. <laughs> also, B, is that when you texted me that you saw Ramona Sanger when you were out? You mean from the Real Housewives? Yes. yes, it is. Oh, my God. I was so fucking jealous. <laughs> I was like, wait, didn't Kristen just have surgery? Why is she hanging out at a place that must be fancy enough for Ramona to be? Because I said yes. I said yes, and that yes led to celebrity sightings. It, so jealous. It resulted in catching up on our personal lives. James and I also talked a lot about work that night, and he totally pumped me up to do some scary stuff in my Ooh. professional life. That would be step one, saying yes to what's scary. Yes. What did you say yes to? So, as you know, I have less than a month of full-time employment left. By full-time job. Yeah, before my time at Panoply ends and I embark on my freelance life. And while I've accepted tons of invitations for meetings and interviews in recent weeks, I have to confess that I haven't actually been reaching out very much to people on my own. So I began sending emails during week one to freelance superheroes in the podcasting industry that I admire Um, asking if I could meet with them, asking if they would give me some advice, asking for all sorts of favors, which, of course, is totally scary because I don't want to be in in position. I hate being in a position to people. But, yeah, I did that. I wrote to lots of women who I admire who are freelancers in the industry. I love that. I love that. You deserve all the fucking advice, Kristen. Come on. I am so proud of you. You're never in a position and you give tons of advice away. You're allowed to like get some too. If you hadn't said yes to me being like, Kristen, I quit a job I shouldn't have quit. Like, drink with me. We would have <laughs> never even ended up making by the book. That's true. That's very yeah. true. You're it's the true. me in this situation. I'm happy to be a you. Oh my God. If I could oh be my like God. You. Oh, that's What's the happening? All right. So next, I embarked on step four, saying yes to joining the club. And for this step, I didn't just join a club. I decided to start one. What the fuck? Yeah. Why haven't I heard about this? Well, listen, here I am talking to my friend Eric Sasson. He's a freelance writer. Best name ever. Yes. Here I am inviting him to join my new club. Oh, my God. You have so many things lined up for when your job ends. I do. I do. I'm so excited. But... I have to confess, I'm still just a tiny bit nervous about all this home office thing I'm going to be doing and staying motivated. And I know that I can do it, but I actually think I'll do better if I team up with other freelancers like you to occasionally have work dates. Oh, And I, I wonder, would you be open to maybe once a week us get together and we'll both just write, but we won't actually talk to each other. We'll just have our computers up and we'll write. Absolutely. That sounds like, um, it, it's like a way of like keeping on task. You know, you have two people who are like working on their own things, but they're sort of like 
in a way, like, silently checking on each other. Yes, yes. And there's just that peer pressure, like, oh, the person sitting across from me is writing right now. Right. I need to be writing. I need to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And we're going to do it together. Yes, sure. That sounds like fun. Yay! Freelancers Club. Freelancers. We can all, you know, we can order lunch and, you know, we can reward ourselves for our good work, too. But we got to, you know, got to get the job done. So yes, Jolenta, you are in my freelancers club as I well. Join. So is my friend Sudi. So are what? a bunch of other people. I'm gonna I've meet been a- all these people I hear on the podcast. Yes, I've been approaching people one by one who are freelancers or soon to be freelancers, oh and I've said we don't even have to work on anything related to each other. Like you yeah. and I work I together write, on our but projects. But I could write stand up that day. Yes, while well, I work on other things yeah. that I'm writing. So while you do fancy Kristen stuff. <laughs> But Freelancers Club, watch out. A month from now, it starts. Can we make t-shirts? Ooh, we should make t-shirts. Yeah. Even just the first meeting could be us like with some puff paint and some t-shirts. Go like 90s old school style. Yes. I put the free in Freelancers Club. I don't know. I, I, Whoa, I'm going to come up with some motto that'll be good. I'll come up with something. Okay, good. We'll get back to this. <laughs> uh, and how did you end your first week? Well, I will confess I ended week one flat on my back in bed because by the end of the week, Mm. my terrible head cold went straight to my chest. My surgery recovery had me exhausted, but we'll touch more on that in week two. Again, I think laying flat on your back in bed is saying yes to your body. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, let's take a little break. Kristen, finding the perfect holiday gift is never easy. But you know what can make it easy? What? Fleur. They can do the hard work for you. Every holiday gift set from Fleur includes three stunning, non-toxic perfumes for just $18. Wow, that is such a good price. And each Fleur scent was created by world-class perfumers to smell good. And because all that matters is what you like, their scents are gender-free. So you can get that for the guy, girl, gender non-conforming individual, anyone on your gift list. The best part? Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfume and why it's there. There's no secrets, no nasty chemicals, and no BS. Fleur creates sustainably crafted, award-winning perfumes delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Yeah. We got some Fleur at my house, and literally my partner Brad and I fight over who gets to wear it. I love that. Yeah. It smells good and it changes with our body chemistry and smells so good and different on each of us. And each of us are like, it's my signature scent. No, it's mine. And it's it's a wonderful fight to have. <laughs> to get your holiday gift set of three stunning perfumes for 20% off, go to Fleur.com today and use promo code BOOK. That's promo code BOOK at Fleur.com for 20% off your holiday gift set. P-H-L-U-R.com. Jolenta, you and I make this show because we want to do our lives better. That's true. But there's one part of life that a lot of us do wrong, and that's brushing our teeth. Most of us just aren't doing it properly. Yeah, according to my dentist, I'm definitely not. Yeah, but Quip makes it easier. Quip is the electric toothbrush designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. 
Quip has sensitive sonic vibrations that are gentle enough on your sensitive gums because people sometimes brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. And a built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean since up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. And on top of that, three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. Quip, on the other hand, automatically delivers brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. I've been brushing with a Quip recently, and the vibrations are so gentle, and my teeth feel so much cleaner than normal. I'm excited to go to the dentist the next time I have to go because I have a feeling for the first time ever she will not say I've been brushing too hard because those sonic vibrations are up in my mouth. Yes. And Quip is backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. So who knows? That might be your dentist, Jolenta. <gasps> oh, my goodness. And Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash buy the book right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash buy the book. Okay, Jolenta, we talked about our first weeks of living by the year of yes by Shonda Rhimes. Now let's talk about our second weeks. You start. Okay, so my week one ended with a wonderful massage from Brad, and my week two started with a horrible fight with Brad. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. After a massage? You can't I know. fight after a massage? Look, I don't want to get too meta, Kristen, but our fight was about me trying to record an audio diary oh, for the podcast. This is getting yeah. meta. It was it was first thing in the morning, and Brad wasn't feeling it, and so he was cranky at me, and then I was cranky back, and then what could have been just a small disagreement snowballed into a full-blown fight about like everything we've ever fought about. And it only ended with me storming out to go to yoga because I had prepaid <laughs> and I wasn't going to lose out on my money by saying no to my body at the same time. So I figured when I got home, it would probably be a very good time for step seven, which is saying yes to no and other difficult conversations. So here I am discussing difficult things with Brad about our fight and the way we fight. When you say like, it's always on your terms, all I hear is stop burdening me with like your needs. So if there's any way you could just like stop using that phrase for me. Like, that was like the one thing that really stood out to you is yes. like just really hurtful. Yeah, because I feel like I really have modified my language and my approach to things when it comes to us disagreeing. Like, I literally just want to stop everything and be like, no, I've really changed how I approach things. Like, to me, that's your terms. Or, you know, it totally derails me and makes me, like, just want to fight. Okay. Can I volunteer why I think it comes up for me? Mm-hmm. The reason I've used that phrase is because sometimes I feel like the argument isn't over until Brad admits what he did wrong and vows to change. For me, it's I need to just be acknowledged. It's not about you saying you're wrong or that you're going to change everything forever. It's you saying you hear me and you can understand where I'm coming from. Not you don't have to agree. I see. I see. So you're saying that there doesn't need to be so much Brad needs to like, change. Or life, frustration. Life or like, lessons that Brad needs to change. Mm -hmm. And like submit to Jolie on it. 
that it could all simply be done by saying, I see I how you. you would feel that you. way. Yeah. Cool. So that, so that makes sense. Whoa. Yeah. That is so good. That's like a totally productive conversation. Yeah. We're like adults now. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. After about 20 minutes of difficult conversation, we came to a really good understanding. We realized part of our fight was just a big miscommunication about what we thought the other person was asking for in general when we disagree. And being upfront about that and saying yes to no, don't talk to me this way, or, you know, a difficult conversation is definitely what got us there in a in a more calm, controlled, non-fighting, yelling way. I was I nice. was impressed. Nice. I'm super impressed. Thanks. And what did you do after that? After that, I went and had that coffee that I said yes to with my yoga teacher in week one. And surprisingly, she gave me a chance to try out step four. That would be joining the club, saying yes, yes to the club. Yes. Uh, turns out she has a new job with a women's networking group, and she asked me to be one of their guest speakers. Ooh. But there was a twist in the ask. Listen. I mean, yeah, can, can we down. do it in your house? Like, can Frank be there? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Oh, my God. Jolenta, you are yesing all over the place. You're in a women's networking group. You're speaking to the group. You're having strangers in your house. I know. That's the scariest part. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I'm joining the group. It's called Quilt. Uh, They're basically a women's co-working group that uh, uses each other's homes instead of having to pay extra for using a space that the organization rents out. Uh, I'm going to my first quilt chat tomorrow night. Nice. Yeah. And then I'm going to figure out what my ask and tell is going to be about my uh, my lecture, I guess. Uh, And I'm even thinking about going crazy and checking out their co-working uh, that they do on Wednesdays. It's it's a lot like Freelancers Club, actually. I can't believe we joined the same kind of club. Oh, man. You can be in two clubs. Oh, I'm going to be in all the clubs. Oh, be in all the clubs. I'm going to yes all over those clubs. <laughs> I love it. But enough about working and co-working and Freelancers Club, Kristen. It's time to play. Yes. Step five, that would be saying yes to play. Exactly. And for that... I said yes to going to our neighborhood's annual dog costume parade in the park. Because what is more playful than animals in clothes? Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is better than animals in clothes. Not we at all. are ground zero for animals in clothes yeah. here at By the Book. And what did you dress up Frank as? Well, uh, why don't you just take a listen to my audio diary from the costume parade Woo! to find out. He's a squirrel. He's a no, he's just partying. Oh, banana. I looked at that one. Hi, baby. Oh, he had that costume last year. The squirrel costume? Oh, you were in last year's outfit. Yay, your favorite animal and your favorite animal. Yeah, my favorite animal dressed as my favorite animal. Frank went to the parade as a squirrel. He had a little hat on that was a squirrel face and a weird gray bodysuit that had fake arms holding a nut sticking out of the front of it. Got to post this on Instagram. It will will be on all of the social meds all (laughs) of the time. It's probably my new profile picture by now. Just Frank with his weird fake squirrel arms holding a nut. Love it. Love yes. it. Yeah, it was very fun. It was very playful. I saw so many good dogs in costumes. 
And I was very glad I said yes to that neighborhood event, which I normally say no to because I do not like crowds. Mm. Wow. It sounds like it was worth it, though. It was. It was worth it. And I hope your week, too, was worth it. Can you please tell me about it? How was it? Did you year of yes during week two? Well, reminder here, I said yes so much that I ended up yesing myself all the way into bed after Mm -hmm. week one. Turns out that pushing yourself to constantly say yes when you're recovering from a surgery and also have a major cold, that takes its toll. Yes, it does. I can't imagine. Yeah. But I was still desperately trying to live by the book. And so I RSVP'd yes to a party for a friend who was in town. Different friend this time. Mm -hmm. Not James Barr. Even though I felt like I was dying. And here I am discussing this RSVP with my husband, Dean. (coughs) 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 So the question is, (coughs) do we go to this thing or not? Shannon only comes to town once or twice a year. I really want to see her, but I don't feel good. But according to the current book, I have to say yes to everything. What? The year of yes, I have to say yes to everything. Why and I already you say said yes to you feel sick and need to recuperate. Well, I already said yes, I would be there tonight. Oh. And you're saying I should change my yes to a yes to my health instead of a yes to seeing a friend. Possibly, yeah. So Can you say yes to a no? I did say yes to a no, and I did say yes to my health because I did end up canceling. Good. You have to say yes to your body and take caring of yourself before you can say yes to other people's shit, Kristen. Sometimes, sometimes I wish I did this podcast with Dean. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Dean, I love you. But like sometimes I feel like Dean and I are way more on the same page. Oh, you are. Listen, because... Dean didn't stop there. Oh, good. All of week two, he forced me to say yes to things like saying no. Listen. Oh, I love it. Just let me go with you. There's no need, honey. You don't need to get bundled up. You have a cold. You've had a cold for almost two weeks. I know, but I am offering to be yes-like. I'm going to say yes to helping you. I know you have to say yes, but I never asked you to get groceries or come with me. I know. There's nothing to say yes to. But you don't have to say yes to a thing you offered to. In fact, I have asked you to stay home and take a nap because you're not feeling very well. Say yes to that. Did you catch that? I was saying yes a second time to my body, and I was saying yes to step six, getting help. Getting help. Yeah. You were saying yes to things people weren't even fucking asking (laughs) you to. Oh, I'm so glad Dean's around being like, hey, why don't we say no to being a martyr and yes to this thing I asked you to do. I wasn't trying to be a martyr. It's the Minnesotan in you. I I was trying to be useful. I was trying to be useful. And this gets to something very important. Step two, because so much of my identity is built around I need to work hard. I need to be useful. Dean was running all of the I errands. need to help as many people as I can yes, and get everyone yes. this job and that job and help someone make this podcast and make sure like Dean feels supported while he gets groceries. I need that to is do a huge all part of your identity. All of these things are very central to my identity. Yeah. But, you know, step two, saying yes to yourself. Yes. What I said was actually part of me being able to do all those things is being healthy 
And just because I'm sick and laying in bed doesn't mean that I'm not hardworking still. My yeah. body is working really hard You're to still heal. You. My body is working hard to fix itself. Mm-hmm. My body is going to let round those little cells work hard. Yes, yes. Every time I am coughing up stuff and then swallowing it, which you hate. Oh my God, please Every spit it out. Every time I am coughing up in. stuff, I am working. All of these things I'm doing. They don't mean I'm not hardworking. They don't mean that I'm no longer KristenMinzer.com. Oh my I'm working God, you're, my tail you're off. KristenMinzer.com. Even when you're swallowing mucus, you should be spitting out because A, it's gross, and B, like it can't be good for you. Yeah. And even when I'm laying there, I also was using my imagination to think about the future and the things I'm going to do when yeah. I do get out of bed. And when you're at Freelancers Club, freelancing your little yes ass off. Yes. I'm going to do all those things. So... That was my way of saying yes to myself, is acknowledging I am still me and I'm declaring it loud and proud, even from under eight layers of blankets with mucus running out of my eyes. Good. Good. I like it. I don't like mucus running out of your eyes. That's a rough (laughs) visual, but I like that you took care of yourself. And I like that there's not mucus currently running out of your eyes. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just Just on the corner. I can't even see it Let's take a break and I'll wipe that out. But coming up, we're going to talk about our verdicts. But first, a reminder, we want to hear from you. Have you lived by this book? Do you like Year of Yes? Would you rather it be Year of No? Why don't you email us at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook community page. You can find a link to that in our show notes. This episode of Buy the Book is brought to you by Helix. It's the next generation of DNA testing that captures 100 times more data than most other at-home DNA tests. It unlocks more than just ancestry. It also unlocks real, actionable insights that can help you or your loved ones improve their nutrition, health, sleep, and more. Whether they want to understand where they came from, improve their fitness routine, or even find their next bottle of wine, they're in control of what they discover next from their DNA. Oh my gosh, I wonder what Helix would say about the kind of wine that I like. What if our wine preferences are so different from what our DNA says? I am so curious to find out. I also want to know what my DNA has to say about sleeping, because sometimes I have trouble with that. Oh, so do I. Well, Helix can help us with all that. Give Helix DNA kits this holiday season or any time of year. Okay, Jolenta, it's time to get down to business. Did the year of yes actually work? Would we recommend it? Did it change our lives? Uh, my short answer? Yes! <laughs> um, Fucking love this book. I loved this book. <laughs> this book pushed my boundaries. It got me out of my comfort zone. And it did it in a way that felt empowering and not like preachy or blamey or like holier than thou, which a lot of other books we've done make me feel. And I also just really loved reading this book. Shonda Rhimes is a good writer. There's a reason she owns Thursday Night or did because a <laughs> lot of those shows have ended. But there's a reason she's had like a billion hit primetime shows because she's good at writing. And she's also pretty aware of the privilege she now lives in. You know, she's like, yeah, I have a nanny because I'm a single mother who's a showrunner and an executive producer. And like, I have the money for it. But like, you can say yes to help in small ways. And like, I know that I work hard and am slash a little lucky. But like, I'm Shonda. Now here's some advice. Like, it's just, it's good. She acknowledges it before she gives you the advice. She acknowledges her privilege. 
And she just has good advice about owning yourself, privilege or not, and your life, and not self-destructing in ways that society often wants women to do, and not obsessing over things that society wants you to want, but you don't want, and spending your time wisely. And I just really love this book. I love this book, and it made me enjoy my life more. I'm, like, seeing my friends more often because of it and communicating better with my partner because of it. And I dress my dog like a squirrel because of it. Like, it's a good book. It's a good book. Any book where Frank dresses up as a squirrel is a good book. That sounds verdict. like a very positive verdict. Yeah. Very I, positive. Like, this might be the most glowing verdict I've ever had. It might be. Like, I yeah. fucking love this book. The whole time I was reading, I was like, God damn, I love this book. <laughs> like, I can't wait to write the verdict. I was like, I do have to live by it. But so happy. So happy. <laughs> I love this book. I feel like I don't even know who I am. I love this book so much. Like, wow. I'm that positive about it. Wow. Uh how are you going to crush all my joy? Well, first of all, I'm going to start off by agreeing with you on some points. Uh, first of all. I totally enjoyed the experience of reading this book. She's really fun. She writes in a way that's super approachable. She doesn't write like a self-help author mm-hmm. normally writes. Um, everything's just experiential. This is how I am. These are my insecurities. These are ways that I've fucked up. This is the way that my body looks. I am overweight. I am a nerd. I don't experience the world. These are all the things that I'm not proud of, but I'm putting it all out there for you. And that just makes her so endearing. It's hard not to love her for that because on the outside, it's like, wow, she's a hugely successful gazillionaire. Um, But she is also just like us and she's a feminist and she's a person of color. And I have to say it was so nice to read a book by a woman of color Mm. and Mm -hmm. just to have some of that perspective in there. You know, she references in the book First Only Different what it's like oh, yeah. to be that kind of person. Like, she is the first woman of color ever to be, you know, making a primetime drama starring um, a black woman. She's Another, the first person. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's the first woman of color to do all sorts of things. First woman of color to own a night in primetime. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah and cute. I actually know what that feels like a lot right. of the time. A lot of times I'm at a podcasting convention or some other event in front of a classroom, and I'm the only person of color in the room talking. And you're expected to sort of represent your whole group like not only women but also like this kind of woman in this field where there aren't that many women and yes yes and i mean jolenta you and i've talked about this plenty about how um the majority of the top podcasts are all hosted by men men, and usually white men men. Yeah. yeah yeah and so i know that feeling and it's just great to talk with somebody else who's killing it in her field, who's also frequently the only person in the room who looks like her. Right. So, and by talk with, you mean read a book by, but she's just <laughs> so fucking good at writing. You just feel like you're shooting the shit with your friend Shonda. Yes. And she's so positive. I mean, I think about books like Miracle Morning and Girl, Wash Oof. Your Face that are all about acknowledge your lies, admit that you're a loser. You know, all of those books. She doesn't do that. She just shares the ways that she screwed up and how she's trying to fix things. Mm-hmm. She's not telling us, no, you have to admit you're a loser. No, you have to admit all the ways yeah, you're Yeah, she's not like, admit you're as miserable as I was. Yeah, like, she's just she like, oh, that. this is my experience. Yeah, and I just love that she does it that way. I mean, I will say that I imagine some people are going to read this, though, and say, you know what? I can't relate to her life. I've right, never been totally. asked to speak in front of a million people. I've never been asked to be on late night TV um, while... 50 million people watch at home. I've never been asked to do any of these things. I don't have a glam squad. She has a glam squad. I don't have people coming with Christian Dior gowns and presenting them to me and saying, do you like this or the Oscar de la Renta better? I mean, she doesn't have the same life as the rest of us. Totally. I could see where some people would 
read this and think, oh, this book isn't talking to me. Yeah. But yeah. I could still relate to her. And you could I, relate to her sick in bed in Brooklyn when she is being handed an Oscar de la Renta dress in Hollywood. Like, I could. Yes. I mean, I still felt the joy of saying yes in my life. I It was so great going out there, even though I was sick to see James Barr mm. and Ramona yes, Singer. Girl. Yes, It was so great to saying yes to taking those risks and doing things that were scary, like calling up other people I admire in the yeah. industry. That was great. I, I don't know if I would have done that without this book. It definitely pushed you out of your normal role in life in a way that was super interesting to me, like a role of someone who asks for help and advice and isn't the one always giving it. Yes, yes. And, and that's so that good. was great. Yeah. And asking other people to join my freelancers club, which may sound like a club, but it's also another way of asking for help, saying, Hey, we hey, be part I of my accountability someone, Yeah, crew. I was going to say, I need someone in a room being like, get off Twitter. Or like, yes. why are you wandering around right now? Yes, yes. Stop eating Cheetos and watching oh, reruns of whatever. Is is oh, yeah, yeah. Club? Cheetos, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I am in. <laughs> so I think this is going to be one of those rare episodes, <gasps> my friend. Oh, my gosh. Where you and I. I just literally got goosebumps. <laughs> I have actual goosebumps on my arm. You know what those goosebumps are saying? They're saying, saying, yes. We agree. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm so happy. Yes. Ah, oh, what a good way to end this episode. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> I just said yes again. That's it for this episode of By the Book. Yes, and it is. Yes, our producer is Cameron Drews. Thanks also to our composer, Nate Whitey. Yes, Nate Whitey. Yes. And, and yes to the Rizzos. <laughs> Thank you for performing our theme song. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you've read The Year of Yes, if you've lived by it, and if so, how it worked or didn't work for you. Also, send us any questions and suggestions for future books for us to live by. Also, if you're Shonda Rhimes, want to be our friend? Yes, be our friend. Let's be friends. We can have Freelancers Club together. Oh, my God, It's going to be we so can, fun. All right. You it's can write so your good. hit shows, and I'll write like a shitty stand-up set to do in a bar. It'll be so good. It'll Ugh. be so good. And also... If you're not Shonda, or if you are Shonda, you can say yes to writing us an email at kristenangelenta at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us the word yes, or more words, at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at By the Book Pod. Also, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts. It helps other people to find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell our friend Shonda about the show. Tell our friend Shonda. We need yeah. to be friends with her. Yes, Maybe yes. she'll say yes. She's our friend. Yes, she is. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Yes. I mean, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. She wrote Crossroads starring Britney Spears when she was in her oh, 20s. But that movie she was a million, dud. Oh I my God. It. I, I forgot that. I did too. I saw it like three times. She was making millions Fucking of dollars Karen out of college. Manning is so good in that movie. <laughs> the whole movie is really good. Ugh. In like a horrible way. It's, I'm not a girl. Not yet a not woman. Not yet a woman. She also wrote. Karen Manning is. She also wrote Princess Diaries too. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.